On this first Thursday in ordinary time, let us pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St Mark. A leper came to him, and kneeling down, begged him and said, If you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand, touched him, and said to him, I do will it, be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately, and he was made clean. Then, warning him sternly, he dismissed him at once. Then he said to him, See that you tell no one anything, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. The man went away and began to publicise the whole matter. He spread the report abroad so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places, and people kept coming to him from everywhere. This is the Gospel of the Lord. We continue, as we started this week, listening to and praying with the Gospel according to Mark, the shortest Gospel of all. Let's go over what we've seen over the last few days. Earlier in the week, we were invited to convert and believe, to believe and convert. Before starting to meditate on the life of Jesus, we must convert. We must believe and accept what comes. No ifs, ands and buts. We were also encouraged to be open to amazement, to amaze ourselves at what Jesus says and does in order to be able to listen to and to absorb as much as possible from him. We also spoke about prayer. We need to pray because prayer fills our lungs with air. We must feel that need to pray, just like Jesus did. He always found a way to do so. In today's Gospel, we're witnesses to a very important encounter, a beautiful encounter between Jesus and a leper. But before anything else, I'd like to draw your attention to a fine detail. Jesus doesn't want anybody spreading the word about what he's done. In truth, it isn't just a detail. However, we'll clarify this point at some time or other. The thing is, Jesus doesn't want people to talk about what he does because he doesn't want to be taken for a sort of mundane messiah or a miracle worker or somebody who only solves earthly problems. Let's join Jesus and the leper. It's good to remember that every detail in the gospel can teach us something and that we can apply it to our lives. We can learn not only from Jesus' words, but also from the people that met him, from the way they approached him, from their gestures, their silences, and of course, from the responses Jesus himself gave. It's wonderful to know that every encounter with Jesus is unique. If it weren't, then it wouldn't be a real encounter. Encounters happen between two people, and therefore they're always different and unique, like yours and mine. That's why every gospel scene and every encounter can inspire different people in different ways, in different circumstances and at different stages of their lives. Something that helps you a lot today might not be as helpful to somebody else. In the same way, something that isn't meaningful to you today can move you to tears at some other point in your life, 
This is what makes God's word so beautiful, so dynamic, so alive and effective. Let's ponder on how this applies to our lives. Let's ponder on whether our encounters with Jesus continue to be the same. If this is happening to us, then maybe we aren't truly having a deep encounter with him. Every encounter with our Saviour must be unique and new, different, always renewed. This used to happen during the life of Jesus and continues to happen now. And it's what happened to the leper who had such a deep need for Jesus. I propose that we pause for a moment in order to observe the way in which the leper asked for what he needed, because it teaches us a lot. It also shows why Jesus was so moved with tender compassion for him. This man's request is very specific. It's humble, confident. It doesn't impose any requirements. If you wish, you can make me clean. Wouldn't it be great to learn to pray this way? Sometimes we're so selfish in the way we make our requests that we just deserve not to have them granted. What an interesting way of begging the leper has, don't you think? If you wish, you can make me clean. Obviously, it's the attitude of the one who is in need. That's why the leper comes to Jesus, kneels and begs. But at the same time, it's the attitude of he who abandons himself to God. He does have a request to make, but he abandons himself and trusts that he will receive what he desires. He doesn't want to manipulate Jesus by offering him something in return. He just accepts his will. We could try to imagine some of the words that came from the leper's heart, making them ours. It could go like this. Lord, if you wish, take this away from me. If you wish, take away my sin. If you wish, release me from all attachments, from the shackles of hatred, resentment and grief. I do will it. I long for it, but I accept your timing and your will. I'm ready to receive what you desire. Let's think about the way we often ask for things in prayer. Do we demand that someone does something? Do we make our requests expecting things to be the way we want them to be immediately? Let's wonder how we pray, how we approach Jesus. When we approach him, what do we pray for? Let's allow this leper's encounter with our Lord help us relive our own encounters with Jesus, those daily or chance encounters which we need more than water itself. All of us pray in our own particular way, but like the word says, we do not know how to pray as we ought. That's why each one of us must evaluate how he does it. When we pray, we're in the presence of Jesus, so we shouldn't do it just like that. Let's let him guide us to a heart-to-heart -heart encounter, knowing that only his love and grace can heal us and rekindle our soul. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.